Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. This is episode number 84. I am so excited to be joined once again by the two guys from the DC Experiment podcast, Dennis and Caleb. And we are talking today about unconditional love, specifically unconditional love in our marriage. And I know that we focus a lot on motherhood and self-development and all that good stuff, but our family life wouldn't be complete without talking about marriage because it's the rock. Well, God's the rock, but our marriage really flows out to our children. So our family life is ideally built on God first and then our marriage. And from that flows the love for our children. Okay. So in today's episode, it's a two-part conversation because we like to talk a while. So I try to keep these episodes brief, but uh, we had a lot of fun and I really hope that it will encourage you and inspire you. I learned a lot from Dennis and Kayla. Between the two of them, there's many years of marriage, a wealth of knowledge, and they're the first to admit they're still learning and growing. And I love how they talk about unconditional love as self-sacrifice, how you die to yourself. You do things you don't feel like doing. And they really talk about how we can look at God's love for us. Dennis and Caleb both talk about the power of choice in marriage, about how we choose to love our spouse. The feelings come and go, but we're not going anywhere and we're going to choose to love our spouse. So I really, really believe this will be beneficial for your marriage and will give you some fabulous insights for your day, for your week that you can hopefully put into practice in your marriage. So may this two-part interview bless you. And without further ado, here's my conversation with Dennis and Caleb from the DC Experiment podcast. Hey, Dennis. Hey, Caleb. Welcome hey, back to the podcast. Hey, Stephanie. <laughs> thanks for having us back. This That's is so awesome. We love be being here with you. Yeah, me too. I love having you guys. So if, if listeners didn't hear your first interview with me, can you just start by introducing yourselves, sharing a little bit about your families and how long you've each been married and then about your podcast, The DC Experiment? Yeah. Well, okay. I'll start. Um, I'm Dennis. Uh, do we do last names on podcasts? I try not to. Okay. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> um, so, so I have uh, I live in Billings with my wife. We have been married for 22 years, although we dated for six years prior to being married. So I kind of count us as being together for 28. Wow. Um, we have two children. My son is 18, and or I guess he'll be 18 in like a month. And then my daughter is she just turned 14, and. Um, yeah, I, I uh, run a full-time martial arts academy here in Billings, and my wife has been a kind of stay-at-home mom. Uh, she does some part-time work on the side. She does some uh, hearing screening for newborns at a local hospital. But uh, yeah, we we uh, I've been a Christ follower for a long time. Wife is as well, you know, Christian home. And uh, yeah, I guess that's me. And, yeah. Nice. Well, Caleb's up. And I'm Caleb. I'm the C in the <laughs> DC experiment. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like we say in the DC experiment, this is an experiment because we don't know what we're doing, but we're just sharing our hearts out there to uh, hopefully encourage other people. But uh, I've been married for 18 years and I've dated, I dated my wife two years before that. So you can see we've been together for 20 years, which is crazy. Why guys do that? I don't know. 
I don't yeah. know. It's, it's crazy how fast it's going. Right. And I just turned the big 4-0, and that's freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> to, to, to be the big 4-0. I'm like, what happened? How did, how did I get here? Youngster. And uh, I, <sighs> I, I am a Christ follower as well, and uh, that's the only thing that's been able to get me through a lot of challenging stuff. I have four boys now. Um, we just had our fourth boy two months ago. Um, but my firstborn son, Jonathan, was born with spina bifida and special needs, and that really took me through a lot with uh, my relationship with God. And you can check that out on episode two of the DC <laughs> experiment. That's, wow, that's good. But yeah, that's that's our pot. So Caleb and I, we used to, uh, we've known each other since 2002. Uh, I started a martial arts class here, and Caleb was one of my first students, and that's how we kind of connected and we got got uh, kind of developed a relationship. On we, we were kind of kindred spirits, and uh, yeah, air five in each other. Air high five here. But uh, yeah, we we just started talking and and getting to know one another better, and we just became really tight and really good friends. And uh, yeah, we we were having breakfast one morning, and he was talking about podcasting and how you know we were, we were having these great conversations, just he and I, just to encourage one another and to help each other with life and family, and just trying to be good husbands and fathers to our to our families and our kids. Uh, and then he goes, well, maybe, maybe other people should hear this too. And I, he goes, I want to start a podcast maybe and, and let other people in on, on what we're talking about. And I thought it was a great idea. So that's how the DC XP or DC experiment got started. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I love it. And, so and, good. Yeah, go ahead, Stephanie. What were you going to say? No, no, she did. She oh, said that's it, fine. I can yep. edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's awesome well, because that, you guys... because... oh, go ahead. You edit that out again. No, you go. <laughs> <laughs> We're having too much fun, you guys. <laughs> I know it's awesome. No, uh, like that's the thing because Dennis uh, has spoken to my life multiple times, and we mm -hmm. talk about on the uh, podcast how important it is to find somebody to uh, pray with you, to encourage you, to help you do the right things and keep on your relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that is one thing that I've been tremendously blessed that God has provided not only my wife and my family, but a good friend who can challenge me and encourage me. And that's what we kind of wanted to share with the world as yeah, well. Yeah, because we need each other. And that's the biggest thing. We can't do this thing alone. And we figured that out a little while back. You know, we you have to have somebody to talk to, somebody able to, you know, I'm not just vent things to, but to seek advice, seek wisdom, um, and, and get, try to get some encouragement from, because there's too many guys out there in the world right now who are trying to do it alone, trying to do everything on their own mm -hmm. and stuff things and hide things and, and, uh, just try to, you know, eke through life and, uh, they don't, they don't have people to talk to, or they haven't found people to talk to. And so it's, it's a resource. One of the things that we try to do with our podcast is just, open it up a little bit and say, Hey, this is who we are. So we're just trying to be real with each other. And if hopefully the listeners connect with what we're doing and what we're saying and uh, get some encouragement out of that. And yeah, we just, we just want to minister to men. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys have a similar ministry as, you know, what I do with um, moms, with women, yeah. just really meeting them where they're at, encouraging them, and then also sharing that, hey, I don't have it all figured out. I'm figuring mm -hmm. out along with you. So yeah. I love your mission. And um, you guys have a lot of years of marriage between the two of you. Yeah. I mean, I've only been married almost five years. Uh, next month, we're going to have our anniversary. So, I mean, I'm such a oh, newbie cool. at this. And <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of my listeners are younger moms. Um, 
some of them are older and have maybe been married 10 plus years, but I think a lot of us have been married less than 10 years and, you know, still there's so much to learn always in marriage, but I think you guys have lived through many years of marriage. And so I love that you're here to talk with us about unconditional love in marriage. So first, what does that mean to each of you? And then next, you know, how do you live that out in your life in day-to-day life? Wow. Well, that is the, the how to live. And I don't want to start with the second part of the question, but I, I have to, and I don't want to speak for Caleb, but I'm pretty sure I can in this. We screw this up all the time. All the time. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. I can't, I can't speak with authority saying, you know, we're, we're like, this is what you have to do if you're going to, you know, be, but to be quite honest, unconditional love in marriage to me, I, I look at the love that God showed us. Right. And that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Right. That no matter what we do, we can't earn God's approval and we can't lose God's approval based upon the things that we do. And that shows to me unconditional love. And that shows to me the kind of love I need to show to my wife first and, you know, then my children, but especially my wife. So, you know, she's the one I have have chosen to spend my life with. And I need to show her that, you know, she can do nice things. And I love all the nice things that she does for me, but I don't love her because of the nice things that she does for me. I love her because I, you know, because I choose to, it's, it's my choice, my decision, no matter what. And that's, that's what that unconditional love, I guess, is for me. You know, she could have a bad day. She could be yelling at me. She could, uh, I could have a bad day. and I'd be yelling at her. (laughs) I'm still going to, I'm still going to, at the end of the day, go, look, you're my wife. I choose you. I've chosen you. And I want to spend my life with you. I want this to work out. And, and no matter what, no matter how we might be feeling right then, because feelings come and go, that the love doesn't go away, that that unconditional love is always there. Yeah. So dude, good. I, I love that. Well, the, what it means for me, the unconditional love, I was challenged with this years ago. Um, because the first like six years, the first, well, the first two years of our marriage was really hard. So for you, husbands and wives out there, it's okay. If you're, it doesn't have to be perfect because I wanted everything instant. Like, um, I'm like, okay, we're married. We're going to get a house. We're going to get some couches in here and some TVs. We're going to have everything just like all these other couples do. And we're going to be totally fine. That wasn't how the reality of it, the first two years we fought like all of the time. And we, we like got to the point where it's like, I, I don't think this is going to work. It was terrifying. It, it, like at the end of the two years, it's like, I don't think, I don't, I think we made a mistake. I don't think this is going to happen. And we actually had a friend speak into our lives who was like, isn't Christ supposed to make a difference in your life? Mm. And I, I just was like, holy cow. And I read through um, some scriptures and what really stuck out to me was, and Jesus in the garden getting ready to go on the cross. And he says, Father God, I don't want to do this. He actually says, this is, if there's any other way for this to happen, let's do that. But he, in the end, he says, not my will, but yours be done. And then I read the scripture where it said, husbands love your wives like Christ loved the church. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason, God spoke to me in the, in the fact of saying, Caleb, not your will, not what you want, but my will be done. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I need to sacrifice what I want, sacrifice my selfishness, the things that I think, uh, how things should be, let that go, let that out the window and just love my wife 
like Christ loved the church, which he gave himself for her because he loved her so much. And we just came together and we prayed at the end of that two years and we kind of re-invited God into our marriage. And it's been getting better ever since. You know, I think the, how we live it, how we live it in our day-to-day life, like Caleb mentioned, it really ultimately comes down to self-sacrifice. You've got to sacrifice what you want for the sake of your spouse, right? And hopefully your spouse and you are on the same page and you want the same things, but there comes a time where you have, especially men, we have to put the needs of our family ahead of ourselves. We have to put the needs of our wife, the needs of our kids uh, ahead of what we want. And we might want really not bad things, but if it's not going to benefit my wife, if it's not going to benefit my kids, then it's not as important or it shouldn't be as important. Uh, and then I have to be willing to let it go. You know, whether or not it, God takes it from me, that's up to him, but I have to be willing to let that other stuff go for the sake of my wife. You know, and that's, and that's, I guess, how one of the things that you just got to keep in your mind every day is that self-sacrificial, um, you know, putting others before you kind of love. Yeah. And doing things like you said, Dennis, that you don't feel like doing. Uh, one thing that Kimberly and I started doing um, a while back was praying together every night uh, over our children, over our marriage. And the thing is, a lot of the times I don't feel like doing it. I'm tired. I'm worn out. It's the end of the day. We got the kids in bed. I want to go to bed myself because I'm tired and I don't want to do yeah. it. And and to yeah. me, it's just like, no, we need to do this. We need to pray together. Let's pray for our kids. Let's pray for each other. And that has been one thing that's been helpful uh, for us just kind of reconnecting at the end of every day because our lives are crazy, people. Yeah. And it's a crazy time we're living in right now. And we need to come together, pray with your wife, pray with your husband, be a family unit. It's critical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the f- idea of feelings. I wrote that down and circled it because you both said, you know, do things you don't feel like doing and feelings come and go. So I think maybe checking those feelings at the door, because I think a lot of times, you know, romantic relationships start with the feelings and that's great. And same with our Christian journey. Sometimes it starts with feelings and um, we feel God's presence. We feel (laughs) loved, we feel peace. um, And sometimes our faith journey is very similar to our journey with our spouse in that. That's a great the, point. The feelings get taken away. And then what? And and what you said, Dennis, about choosing. I love her because I choose to. So it's the same with our relationship with God. We choose him. Do we yeah. always feel him? Do we always have those good feelings? Like when we're listening to that awesome praise and worship song and we're just like feeling on top of the world and exactly. oh, God loves me and everything's great. And same with that honeymoon phase. Um mm-hmm. Sometimes the feelings aren't there, but we choose to love God. We choose to love our spouse and that idea of choice and, and just really dying to ourselves like that is so, so good. And, you know, what do you do when you and your wife disagree? So like, what do you do in a disagreement? Like, do you kind of try to talk it out at some point, realize, you know, I just have to kind of back down or, you know, what does that look like? Cause I think, it sounds good to love your spouse unconditionally, but then there's these sticky situations that get really tough and you both want what you want. 
one person has to back down or maybe both people have to like come to some middle ground. Like, what does that look like in your marriage? Since you've been married a lot longer than me. So I'm still trying to figure this out yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure you are too, but yeah. What well, can you share with us? Um, you know, at, at first, and I, I guess I, my marriage for the first number of years was pretty bump free. We, we, you know, we didn't have a lot of fighting. We didn't have a lot of arguing. We didn't have a lot of disagreements. Even we just, we were just there. And, and that stuff for us happened later for Caleb. It was early on for us. It was just later on. And so, um, yeah, we actually didn't really learn how to fight very well at first. And so it was hard when it came up and then we started having disagreements and we started having more disagreements and, and we had, we really had to kind of figure out how to get along. And, and I think that unconditional love is always there, that foundation. And that's the thing I think, think for us, we knew that we weren't going anywhere. Uh, she knew I was committed to her. I knew she was committed to me. And that was, that was that bedrock of our relationship is no matter what was going to come up, we could disagree. And, and I guess that's the thing. It was okay to disagree and not necessarily come to a full agreement on something, but we're not going anywhere. I'm not going to leave her because of it. And she's not going to leave me because of it. Uh, for the most part, we try to find a compromise. Absolutely. You know, I, I got to give a little, she's got to give a little, uh, or, and this is actually half, what happens more often for me is I find out, Oh yeah, she's just right. <laughs> and I need to, <laughs> and I need to just admit it. And I don't want to, cause you know, sometimes I act like a child, but <laughs> don't we all, Yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, and that's, there, there are things that we may not ever agree about fully, but we have to still be able to live together and operate together, you know, and, and I'm not saying big things, you know, that we, we need to be in agreement about big things, but little, little things that aren't terribly significant. Um, but that's, yeah, I don't know. That's where yeah. I go. Yeah, no, I, I agree with uh, the same thing that has been uh, with Kimberly and I, but we had our Rocky start uh, early, which I actually think helped to get a lot of those things out of the way and then come to a foundation like, okay, leaving or, or breaking up, that's not an option. Divorce, not an option. Yeah. That's just not on the table. So we have to figure this out. And when both, the, both she and I were on the same page on that, I was like, okay, we're clean slate. Let's just move forward together. Okay, you guessed it. It's not over yet. If you have a few more minutes, you can listen to part two where Dennis and Caleb talk even more about unconditional love in your marriage. Okay, go listen.